hey, hey, well, look who done decide to press record again. <laughs> Listen, this is your girl, Geechee Girl, and I know it's been a long minute, but that don't mean I haven't had content to share with you. Baby, all I got to do is wake up and content falls in my lap. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to upload a few things from several social media platforms that I have been engaging with my audience and just, my goodness, the epiphanies, <laughs> the aha moments. I'm just going to upload those so that they can be here on my channel, just in case the other social media platforms decide to get a little wild attitudinal and delete my stuff. So anyway, enjoy. And the majority of them will be called the Monday Mood Swing. Every Monday, 9.30 a.m., I'm on Facebook. And I do an audio live room. Or is it live audio room? I'm not sure. Either way, it's all open suit truth. So enjoy and make sure you interact. Follow me on social media platforms at Geechee Girl. Girl, what are you? TM. And let's get this. Talk with you. Happy Monday, this is your girl Geechee Girl and today is the Monday Mood Swing. Y'all, welcome to October. We are here. This is the last quarter of 2022. Man, this year has, has been a doozy. I don't know about you, but I know for me, whoo child, October had me on my back. Literally, <laughs> for those of you who've been hanging around, you know that I was on crutches for the uh, beginning of this year and uh, had to send myself through some rehab to make sure I can walk and cut a rug again. So it feels good to be better than what I was at the beginning of this year. For those of you who are new to the fold, the new cousins, welcome. Monday Mood Swing is a little something that I tried a little bit earlier, uh, maybe for the past month and a half now, and it's our way of changing our perspective on this particular day of the week where a lot of people despise it. Uh, sometimes it's because we're somewhere we don't want to be. And being able to rest on the weekend, it goes by so quickly. And then sometime around, I'll say around six, seven-ish on Sunday nights. Uh, I know for me, back when I was in the classroom, I would get these little um, bouts of, of sadness or anxiety. Be like, oh, Lord, here we go again. You know, Monday round the corner. I don't really want to go or kind of want to rest or even if you are fully rested you just didn't want to go to the environment in which you was going to be sitting down for those uh however many hours on a monday it's just something about monday that has become dreadful for a lot of people well the monday mood swing is what can we do to make sure that monday is a day that you wake up with a zest for life, excitement, um, any type of 
anxiety that you had before, you want to turn that into excitement, is when you think about it. Anxiety and excitement, the way that your body responds to it, is kind of in alignment. The only difference is the mindset. Your heart might start to race. You might get a little uh, jittery a, a little bit. Maybe you pace the floor or something. And just a few other things that, that you may do, but you do it in excitement and you do it with anxiety. And the only difference is where your head at. Where your head at? What you thinking about? So on today's mood swing, I just wanted to focus on how we allow us and others to tell our story to tell us what we should think, to tell us how we should show up in this world. Now, this month is Hoodoo Heritage Month, along with a deep, deep celebration, even though I do it every day, with Gullah Geechee Heritage. It's very synonymous. The same way I said there's there's one uh, initial reaction to certain things and it might be anxiety, it might be excitement. It's the same thing, but the only difference is the mindset. Well, Gullah Geechee and Hoodoo, same thing, different approach. Walk with me here now. Now, before I go any further, please understand that these views are my views based on my experiences as well as my open-mindedness to other conversations and perspectives. I love learning. I'm a lifelong learner. That's what makes me an educator because I don't have a problem with adjusting my role to learn new things so that I can spread what I have learned, right? Okay. So when I took my mama to the plantation where she was born last month, um, matter of fact, no, that was two months ago. There is so much energy on that property, on that piece of land. When I tell you, it, it took us a few days to recuperate. Not simply because it was emotional, but there is a presence there. Um, if you haven't seen the reels, uh, we were able to find my great-granddaddy's headstone, which is my mama's granddaddy and that was her safe space my mother is in her 80s and he died when she was three and when I tell you my mother remembered the song that he used to sing to her all the time and it moved me to be able to see my mom so at peace and having a conversation with him and I want to tell you that for the rest of the day, there was just, I mean, we, we were emotionally spent, we were physically spent, and but there was such a peace between her, me, my brother, my son, because energy never dies. Energy never dies, it, it, can't, it can't be destroyed. We know this in science, it's transferred from one thing to the next. And so when you go into, how, should, how do I say this? When you go into understanding 
cultures and traditions and and just just a way of life um the more and more i learn about my heritage the Gullah Geechee heritage and how things were done how those traditions that were brought over from the motherland and preserving that because that was the way of life and it still is the way of life however being enslaved you have to be you have to be uh <laughs> unconventional in your approach of, of of hiding what is really no need to hide but for your protection and your safety you had to hide it so you hide it into this new uh philosophy that you're being forced to to take on and now again it emerges as something different now i hope i'm not confusing people what i'm saying is for example if you look at the language itself people will think that you're from somewhere else when you really right here from south carolina right and as you begin to dig and dig and dig you think about it Gullah Geechee, the the native tongue the accent the the way that you enunciate the way that certain words roll off your mouth and and I, I just heard it just now and I said mountain not mouth you know and taking the V and replacing it with with the W and certain things because you had to learn a new language to survive here it is you got all of these different tribes that you may not have been interacting with in your homeland and now just to stay alive you have to find some kind of way to get together and work together and live and understand one another and then what evolves is this new way of showing up so what does all of this mean in our mood swing well i'll have you know that there are times when you walk into this space maybe you wanted to be there th today maybe you don't and you look around at the reasons why and it may be because somebody is putting a foot on it on your neck to force you to be something that you're not that you're not genuinely that you have no desire to become it's a different story if you're going somewhere to learn and be coached and and just to be uh, guided to this aspiration that you have and you want to evolve into another version of yourself that doesn't take away from you right and somebody is trying to force you to tell a different story of yourself and that don't feel good that don't feel good at all and if something don't feel good you sure don't want to be around it so take a look at your surroundings and these factors that may play a part in your disdain for this day and see who is around you that's forcing you to do these things that don't really sing to your heart it don't make your heart sing it doesn't speak to who you are internally now everybody has their own way of commemorating or um, celebrating certain things heritage traditions uh, doggone holidays everybody has their own way 
I know for me, being able to um, recognize and honor, keep in mind, honor, not worship, but honor and appreciation, a sense of gratitude for my culture, for my story, for the internal magic that I have. Some of you who've been rocking with me since 2010 on this here Geechee Girl page, you have seen some miracles, <laughs> quote unquote, happen. Where we make stuff happen, take nothing and make it into something. And a lot of people don't even consider that as magic. That's hoodoo to me. That is being able to tap into that gift that I have. That's being able to tap into all of the, 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 the internal strengths and abilities, gifts, talents, courage, all of those things. That to me is my magic. And every last one of us have it. It's just a matter of who is around us that keep trying to put their foot on our neck that suppresses it. And when we show up fully as ourselves, there's this thing, this light, this aura about us. You can feel it when a person walk in a room. I think that must have been the greatest compliment somebody ever gave me. Matter of fact, I was in New Orleans. I was at the Essence Festival. This was before the pandemic. And I was in a room. There were some press tables um, you know, with different radio stations and things of that nature because a lot of people are there launching or marketing their project. So I walked into this room, and this sister who I had never met before in my life, she came up to me. She said, how, how is it that you can just walk in this room and the whole energy shifts? And she was like, do you know that you just did that? And it wasn't in, you know, a, a way to where people, you know how sometimes people just come up to you just to start a conversation. But no, she was really perplexed. She said, I just had to come up to you and, and let you know that because I, that, that, that was something, you know, and we chit-chatted for a while. But my point is, is that we have something inside of us, several things inside of us that when we sit still long enough, and begin to understand why we tick the way that we do, why we have these certain mannerisms, why we respond to certain things. It's, it's all a combination of all the experiences that we've had, as well as our belief, our belief in our worth. And that's a whole talk show by itself, talking about worthiness. And I'm going to talk about that one day. Um, maybe next week. Who knows? We'll see. But... Knowing that you have this and then not being able to really swim in that and embrace it and, and show up with it, that is disheartening. I tell you what, on, on this day, and I just read this in my news feed, on this day, Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune, before, I'm, I'm assuming before, I haven't done my due diligence, but before I, maybe she, maybe before she was a doctor, I don't know. But all I know is Mary McLeod Bethune on this day, and I believe the year was 1904. Somebody fact check me because I won't be out here 
telling mistruths. But she started with five young girls in a house that was rented and began teaching. What she taught, who knows, maybe basic life skills along with how to take those life skills and make it into something else. Uh, You know, things that she knew that they didn't know to show them just learning. She started that with five. One, two, three, four, five. Five. Probably in one little room with with books that, that maybe she found somewhere or somebody gave to her or maybe she, you know, took her money and, and bought some, some books or, or maybe she had no books at all. Who knows? But the place, the institution of higher learning where my niece actually graduated known as Bethune-Cookman University. That institute started with five young girls in one room because a woman decided that she had something in her that she knew was going to make her community that much better. Think about that now. That's down in Daytona Beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. A whole college, a whole university that started with five people. Sometimes we get so hung up on not having everything that we feel we need. And when I say we, I'm including my little ashy self. No, I ain't ashy this morning. I I moisturize, but I digress. We get so hung up on, on what we don't have or, oh, all I need is this right here. And, oh, if I could just get this. This woman started with five. Start where you are. Y'all know that meme <laughs> with, with Mariah Carey. Looked like she having the time of her life at a party. And she said, I'm doing the best I can with what I got. That's all we got to do. That's all we got to do. And I'm noticing every time I take what I already have and I do my best with it, I end up receiving more and not always material things. I receive more support. I receive more love. I receive more knowledge. I receive abundance in so many different formats. And if we would just start with what we have, do the best we can with what we already got, Your mind will be blown. Y'all, I had a phone call come my way. Today is Monday. So that was Saturday. Because Friday was kind of in-in-in-in for me. And if you was around last week for Monday Mood Swing, I got emotional at the end because there was some stuff that went on. And it it really, it, it hurt my feelings. It, it really hurt my feelings, and, and I felt some kind of way, and I was very triggered with a lot of stuff that went on. If you've been following my story, oh, my God, you know this, this has been a doozy of a year. So what took place first thing Monday morning before I could even really get the crust out my eye? I was triggered. I, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I wake up on a roller coaster, and I never really got my footing that day. It was one thing after the other, after the other. 
And so I was like, okay, that's one of the days where I got to stay my bunky in the house because I don't know what's going on and, and it feels like I can't get control of this vehicle here, you know? I, I'm supposed to be in the driver's seat, but for right now I feel like somebody done threw me in the back of a van with my arms, you know, tied up and, and I can't control what is happening, right? So I said, okay, well, if you can't control it, sit still and observe so you can have a better idea of how you need to maneuver on the next day and the next day and the next day all last week was very eye-opening for me and so when friday rolled around i was exhausted because here i am <laughs> baby when we talk about people uh trying to put their foot on your neck and trying to force you and try to control you in a way that does not allow you to show up as your full self, I will never understand people who will try to keep a person in a cage who does such beautiful things when those wings are spread. It's something about the insecurity for me. I, I can't see myself as a leader. For example, I consider myself, if you wanna put it in perspective, on this page, because it's the Geechee Girl page and, and it's one of my projects that I said you know what I see a need let me go ahead and create this page let me do this and let me bring certain content so that right there by definition makes me a quote-unquote leader thing about it is it ain't about me 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 I'm using myself as an example for other people to be able to empathize to be uh, inspired motivated to do what they need to do all my cousins all of those who are listening to what is going on and I see a couple of people listening hey Tammy so I want you each and every single day first of all use my failures for your tools for success because I'm a mess up I'm a mess up and over time I have become more at ease about my mistakes because I know it does not make me less of a person so if I'm gonna make a mistake we go look at where I mess up at and we will talk about, oh, that's where you slip up. This is how you can make it better the next time. And so imagine somebody, you know, being in the quote-unquote audience and observing this mistake and learning from my mistake. And then they get to bypass their mistake or either they get to adjust where they may have made a, the same misstep. That's a beautiful thing when you can become aware and become enlightened. So... As a leader, I don't, I'm not trying to keep nobody in no cage. If anything, I want to equip you to do what it is that you got to do as showing up as yourself on this planet. You understand? So how in the world can anybody not feel that way? Well, I got a call Saturday that... I say, great goodness, you must be had some good red rice today because you just, you have a, a lot of people say they prophesy or they evangelize or, or whatever. She spoke so much life into me in a way that I needed. I didn't understand how much I needed those flowers in my garden. And I ain't fitting to sit up here and cry again, but that's just how much she filled me up. And not only did she fill me up, because I, I want to make sure I keep this this very very clear on how this thing here works it's one thing to speak life into somebody right and 
you cheer them up. You, you fill them back up with, with compassion and love and peace and harmony and letting them know you ain't out here by yourself now. Rooting for you. I want to see you win. Now, after she did that, then she held me accountable. And she said, these are the action steps I need to see you do because you are never, ever the tail. You are always the head. You ain't meant to be under nobody's foot. I've sat and I've watched you. And I'm sitting here, my eyes all big with my little eyes, and they got big. And I, I'm just staring at the wall like, how in the world could I not see this myself? And I didn't beat myself up. I gave myself grace. Because the thing about it is when you are in the midst of your journey, in the midst of your assignment, your mission, your purpose, however you want to verbalize it, you are now looking at things panoramic. In a panoramic, you, you can only see what is around you. But to have somebody from a bird's eye view that can see the whole big picture, those are the type of people that you must have in speed dial. And don't just call them when you need something. Call them in gratitude. Call them and check up on them. We tend to say these are our strong friends. I don't want to use that word strong no more. These are your powerful friends. Power. Power. Strength. You see that when there's adversity. And adversity comes. Power. That's good, bad, and different times. Powerful. That's that statement the young lady made to me about walking into the room and I shift the whole energy in the room. All of us have that. All of us have it. It's a matter of us nurturing it. So with that accountability, it moved me and reminded me who I am. It reminded me of all of the things that I have been able to do with the support of people like you who show up and you don't mind hopping on the mission wagon and say, okay, I can do this. That's why I always tell people, especially when we raise money for students' tuitions or raise money to help someone keep shelter over their head. It's been a whole bunch of stuff we've done that, that involved financial contributions. And somebody would tell me, well, it's only $2. It ain't much. And I would stop people. I said, it's everything. It is everything. Everything. Because I bet you, you can't walk into the store, your final bill be $2.15, and all you got is $1.95. Somebody's going to tell you, well, you might want to put something back. Okay? Them 20 cent is a big thing. So keep it in perspective, and especially even more so. I had a former student that gave me $2 towards a tuition, and she felt as if though it wasn't much. I said, do you understand that if the goal is 2500 and we're at 2498 your $2 would just put us right where we needed to be? And furthermore, if $2 is all that you have and somebody sitting next to you got $200 that is just disposable income and they choose not to do anything with it, what do you think has the greatest value? Your $2. So please understand, 
any time that you are giving with the intention of being a part of the solution is major. So with all of that being said, anytime you show up in the room with the intention of showing up as your powerful self, it is valuable. It is valuable. That internal magic. I call it my Geechee girl magic because the more I learn about my ancestors and how they showed up wherever they went and how they had to do things and how they infused our cultures and, and, and traditions and some hoodoo. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I learned. I was like, oh, so that's what that was. Okay. We got to sit down and we got to listen. Anytime we take those things that are within us and we show up and we don't allow people to put their foot on our neck and don't allow them to try to force us to tell a story that is not our story, that is something to be celebrated. So, on this, what, third day of October, Hoodoo Heritage Month, Gullah Geechee Pride Month, Listen, <laughs> I encourage you to find that thing that you know is in you, that it that is in you, and nurture that sucker. Mary McLeod Bethune started with five. I'm fitting to start with one. And I'm going to keep on doing what it is that I'm doing. I appreciate you, y'all. I, I love October. October is one of my favorite months. Also because it's homecoming season, especially for all of the HBCUs. And I love a good HBCU. My favorite one is South Carolina State University in the Garden City of Orangeburg, South Carolina. That is where I really stepped into me. I began to become who I am. And to have had the honor of being crowned the first official Miss Homecoming for the newly transitioned South Carolina State University because it used to be South Carolina State College and it became university in 92, February 92 if I'm not mistaken. So that following football year was the first of the university's homecoming. So I was the first Miss Homecoming. And a lot of people don't care nothing about no homecoming queen, it ain't no big deal. But there's so many reasons why that crown touched my heart. And I'll share that as time goes on, because I think I done talked your head off now if we going on 30 minutes now. But it is with great joy that I reannounce that I have established the Miss Homing Miss Homecoming Scholarship. I used to call it the Miss Homecoming Grant, but I want to say scholarship because we are all in a place of learning whether it's traditional or untraditional. Um, you know, we're always bettering ourselves and, and doing our best to be the best version of ourselves. So the Miss Homecoming Scholarship is something that I am excited to continue because I've been doing it for a little minute. It started with just the money in my pocket. And someone said, that's the new Miss Homecoming right there. She just, and of course, she had on a crown. I'm like, oh, so that, that's what the sash mean, Miss Homecoming. <laughs> and I walked up to her and let her know who I was. And I just simply reached in my pocket 
and gave her a love offering and saying it ain't much <laughs> and i said the same thing that i told people don't say say but it is given to you with love and welcome to the sisterhood of being part of the school's history and representing a time of year where everybody is enjoying reconnecting with people who they literally grew up with and coming to an institution that saw the best in them and nurtured it in a safe space that saw them not a number saw them that's what I love about HBCUs. People can go wherever they want. These institutes of higher learning, they can go wherever they want to go. And that's fine. Whether it be, you know, predominantly white, predominantly black, whatever it is. Go where you feel you can become the best version of yourself. Not go along to get along. Go where you can become the best version of your true self. And for me, that was South Carolina State University. For others, it's other HBCUs. And I love my HBCU cousins. We might talk trash on the field and on the court and everything else like that. But out in these streets, we cousins. And it's such a love and it's such a, a unity amongst all of us. Because we understand. If you know, you know. And so with that being said, if you are in a place to where you can be on that wagon of, of support to continuously support the funds that help people stay in school to get the books that they need. I will be doing stuff all homecoming week, starting out with speaking to the students in Staley Hall, where I got my studies for nutrition and food management, family and consumer sciences. So I'm going back on campus and we're going to have some chit-chatting and telling the true food for life <laughs> on some strategies that they can use, answer their questions, provide some clarity. And the rest of the week, I'm going to have a ball, especially that Friday with the crab crack. And all funds raised, portion of proceeds will go towards the Miss Homecoming Scholarship. So anytime you buy anything from any of my businesses, Geechee Girl, In School Stomach, Skull Bomb Creatives, Charleston Crunch Company, any of those businesses, you are funding the Miss Homecoming Scholarship, as well as some other things that I'm not allowed to tell you about right now because it's still, the, the ink ain't dry yet. But I am creating from that place that I just got finished talking about, that internal magic, the same way Mary McLeod Bethune started Bethune-Cookman, University with just five students in a rented house. I'm doing what I can because when I leave this place, I want to leave things that will help other people be who they want and need to be. It's all about the legacy for me. So, smooches and red rice, y'all. I love each and every last one of you. I promise you, I do. Even if you have rubbed me the wrong way, because y'all know how it is with people who don't like you, they still want to know what you're doing. So if, if you done <laughs> jump on this thing and, and we done had a tiff and I created my boundaries, I'm going to light a candle for you. I'm going to be real now. I ain't going to say I love you because sometimes y'all think, oh, she's going to turn out the cheek. Nah, uh-uh. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that because then, then I'm going to have to turn my hat to the back and, and lace up my Tim's or whatever. Okay, now we're getting off tangent, but... What I'm saying is, <laughs> is that I care about people. I care about people. 
the reason why I care about people is because that energy that bounces off of them, that exudes from them, it impacts us all. We already know energy is never destroyed. It's only transferred. So energy transfers are real. I like to protect my peace by making sure the energy around me is conducive to peace, harmony, and joy, and happiness. Once you get a little taste of those things, you want it more and more and more. So when somebody is operating out of chaos and they bring chaos, I'm concerned. Now, of course, they got to handle that on their own. I done learned my lesson with that. But whatever I can do without depleting myself to help them find their way to a more peaceful way of life, the better for all of us. For all of us. Think about that. Continue to enjoy this Monday. Turn it around. If you woke up this morning and went in somewhere and you wasn't feeling your grooviest, turn it around. Get in the driver's seat. And if you're not happy where you are, go ahead and start creating the exit plan. For those of you who are not aware, I am a life coach. And I hate saying that term because it, a lot of people have misused that term. And so now there's a, a stereotype that, oh, Lord, they don't know what to do. But I promise you, I promise you, if I can, if, if, if I were to bring some testimonials, but I protect the anonymity and the privacy of my clients, I promise you, I don't tell you what to do. I help you figure out what to do that's best for you. So if you need assistance, go ahead and book an appointment. EricaAlcox.com. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's get some clarity. Let's move some stuff around and, and help you see through the chaos. I ain't scared of chaos because I've been in it for a long, long time. A milestone of mine that might not be a big thing to other people but for the first time in over 10 years i have a dresser to put my clothes in and i'm looking at it right now cost me 30 something dollars from goodwill but this is the first dresser that i've had since two since 2012 think about that let that sink in for a second <laughs> it's something chaos is something the simplest things will seem like it's it's too much so i'm no stranger to it and i've found my way i've figured out some things some tools to help manage chaos so you can get to a better place y'all enjoy the rest of your day if you're hearing this on replay go ahead and hit replay drop a purple heart if you're still in it to win it i believe in you and I don't be just believing in any old things. Or if I'm believing in you, then that's a big thing right there. So you can believe in you too. You can do that. <laughs> you can do that. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the rest of y'all day. Smooches and red rice. Peace.